Welcome to the Draw Shops Get Genius Podcast, where we talk to today's business influencers to pick their brain and pull out their genius. It's time to get genius. Hi, listeners, and welcome to another Get Genius episode. Today, I'm talking to a very dear friend. His name is Brian Scrone. And he's, he does a number of different things, but we're especially focused on today uh, a new book that he's written called What Matters Most. He's an entrepreneur and a real estate investor. And like a lot of people, he struggled to find out what, what is fulfilling for him and what is really, really important in his life. And after a scrape with uh, Rock Bottom, which we talk about in the interview, he developed a system of tools and practices called the five F's. And this is really what helped bring his priorities, the real priorities into focus and into his, into his flow of life and into his life flow, I should say. And so now he's really committed to serving others and doing the same with the, with using this book, what matters most. Um, Brian's just this like really soft, warm, inspiring dude. (laughs) There's, he's, he's just this really, truly authentic, genuine person. And he's, he's so honest about his life experience and the things that he does. And it's such a pleasure to speak with him and hang out with him whenever I get a chance. He's this amazing surfer, amazing father, husband. He's, he's just a great example of, of a man. And I'm so proud to know him and have him on this interview. We're going to talk about a few other things um, on the interview, uh, like board meetings. And I've talked about this maybe on a few other episodes with um, some other entrepreneurs that have actually attended board meetings. And what board meetings is, is a retreat for um, parents and their children, um, especially parents that are professionals, entrepreneurs, um, CEOs, you know, that that struggle with finding that deeper connection with their children, or even if they're not struggling, just want a deeper connection with their children. Um, I know for me, we've got four kids in our family, so there's plenty of time when we're all together, but there's not plenty of time that we get to have dedicated one-on-one time with each of our children. And so board meetings is, it's a practice. Um, it's a retreat that you can go to, but it's also a practice that you can just have in your in your life. And we exercise that in our family where we have alone time, um, you know, when you're not connected to technology and you're just really bonding with that one particular child. And the results are amazing because let's be honest, life can get pretty hard. And especially when you've got all different kinds of personalities, different ages, um, there's businesses to run, there's houses to run, there's all kinds of different things going on. And like us, you know, blended families. So there's all different dynamics happening. And so if you can really, um, prioritize, um, those relationships, it makes a world of a difference. And this interview, we, we talk a lot about, priorities and what matters most. And it's just a simple, brilliant title for a book because, uh, it's 
what is that? You know, ask yourself what matters most. And through this book, you will get to discover that because a lot of times we say something is a priority, but we don't actually commit and act as if it is. So this helps to bring back that focus and, and that flow in, into your life. Um, so, so happy for you guys to hear, hear Brian. Um, he's just a, an amazing guy. Uh, and I wanted to let you know, also, we, we will have a link, uh, in the show notes and in our blog post. And, and we'll also announce it on the interview of where you can buy Brian's book, um, where you can buy what matters most. I wanted you guys to know, because we didn't talk about it in the interview, um, our very own Eric Kerr, my business partner is on the board of American dream you. And for those of you who don't know what American dream you is, it's a, it's a really powerful program providing our military veterans and families, um, the connections to the world's best coaches to, to guide, to guide them on a highly rewarding life after the military, because that is definitely a, a challenging transition. Um, so I wanted to let you know that any books that, um, are sold through our link that we provide you, uh, will be, the proceeds will go to American dream you. So it's a, it's a beautiful, wonderful book. It's about sharing. It's not about making money. It's about really bringing some, um, important value to your life. And these are tools that really work. We're going to talk about the five F's on the show. You'll have some really great takeaways. And as always, the links and everything that you need to take action on it. So please enjoy this interview with Brian Scrone. All right. We've got Brian Scrone here and I'm so excited that you're on the show today. Welcome. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for having me, Summer. It's great to hear your voice. So I, I first knew you because of board meetings and we met years ago at Genius Network yep. and I, I didn't know at that time, I just knew what board meetings was. You guys, you and Jim had this amazing talk that you gave and I immediately ran home and or flew home and told Mike all mm-hmm. about it and we're going to get into all of that. But before we do, I, I'd love our listeners to hear how you became an entrepreneur, how you got into real estate, like what led you to, to that lifestyle? Yeah, it's a great question. So, you know, my background a little better than the listeners, but they'll learn about that shortly. But, um, I've never done well with authority (laughs) (laughs) or really, really rigid structure. Um, and I, I tried the corporate thing to be honest with you for that, that lasted about three months. And I, I, uh, realized very quickly. And I think even in my heart and in in my gut, you know, going back to when I was 10 with my, you know, first job, either cutting, cutting cold cuts in the back of an Italian deli in Jersey or, you know, shoveling snow that, um, you know, working for yourself and, you know, adding value to the, to your community or to your people is just always been, uh, what feels natural to me. And so, yeah, we've started 20 plus years ago in the real estate world and, I've built some uh, different businesses since and doing some writing now. So I've just always wanted to um, control my own, you know, my own destiny and try and help people as much as I can. And on that journey, you, you and Jim 
came up with the idea for board meetings. What brought on that idea? And and that's like that was a huge undertaking for you. <laughs> it is, and and continues to be. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, a, a, any any uh, business owner or uh, professional listening knows that uh, nothing's guaranteed. And as entrepreneurs, we need to be flexible. And um, you know, you, you create rules, but then you got to be flexible, and you got to go with the flow. So. Um, want to make sure I'm answering your question correctly, Summer. So what was the, what was the direct question? So the question is really, I'm going to reframe it a little bit. You know, there's, you, you had so many years of, of success at, in real estate and then you mm-hmm. come to a point, like a lot of entrepreneurs do, they're loving what they do, but then there's that, that passion. There's, there's something else that they want to be doing and contributing to the world. And it, it can be very overwhelming because it's a, it's a, big thing like with board meetings that that you want to do can you talk about the mission of it and how you and Jim you know came to that point of okay we're going to do this and this is why because this is the problem that needs to be solved yeah yeah so you hit the nail on the head there's a huge void in the marketplace for bringing parents together with their children um you know we serve an entrepreneurial market um but not to pigeonhole, you know, just entrepreneurs because we've had a lot of very successful professionals and high-level um, management come through our program with their children, and and a little bit of scratch on our own itch, uh, to be honest with you, Summer. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs can relate to that. Um, I mean, you know, if you had the world stage and you asked the question to the every parent in the world who wants to go deeper with their kids, um, I mean, who's not going to raise their hand to that, right? And I think, and I think. Um, Conversely, if you asked every child, you know, who wants to have one-on-one time with mommy and daddy or, or go a little deeper and, you know, have fun with them and let your hair down, every hand in the world's going to go up. I know I would have, I wish that I had the opportunity to have the one-on-one with my, my parents, um, at a young age, you know, I'm doing it now. I'm practicing our, practicing what, what we preach, not only with my own three and five-year-old, um, children, but I'm, I'm doing board meetings, uh, with my elderly parents too. So, I think that's where it all all came from was the desire and also time. Timing's everything. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. We we had some stability um, in the real estate world because we've been at it for 20 years, and obviously the leveraged income allows you to take a step back and get creative and get hyper focused on what matters most, um, which is the name of the the book that I'm releasing that I know we'll talk about later. So having the the space and the breathing room. Um, through the systems and the leverage of the real estate over 20 years allowed us to take a step back. You know, we're, you know, if you're not scrambling to, to pay the light bill, then obviously, you know, your, your creative juices can start flowing and you can start spending some time thinking about how can you give back and really do, um, you know, create things that are, are going to really have a, a, a legacy. Why, why do you think that it's hard for entrepreneurs, professionals, parents in general to go deeper with their kids because it's obviously something that if you ask them, they're going to say, yes, of course, right? Like who doesn't want to be more connected to their children? Why do you think though these, these particular parents have such a hard time making it a priority and what have you done to facilitate that relationship? Yeah. So it's a great question. I'm, I'm a big fan of rules summer. Um, and I, when I say rules, I mean like black and white pen to paper, and then sharing my rules with everybody that I uh, love and want to go deeper with. So obviously my wife, Coco, uh, business partners, clients. Um, I think rules are um, 
you know, it's sort of an oxymoron because you heard me say I don't like a lot of uh, rigidness or structure. Yeah. Um, but what that said, there's got to be some kind of baseline or otherwise it's just chaotic, right? So I have very specific rules around what I call the five F's and we'll talk about that later. But when it comes to family, which is what family board meetings is all about, um, my children know that Tuesdays is date night with my wife and that we go away uh, at least overnight once a month. So they're expecting that and I've communicated it to them even at a young age because before it was a complete meltdown, right? It was always a screaming, kicking, crying, going out the door when we started this with the kids when they were really young. And now that we're, they're very clear, I've, I've learned to manage expectations, I think is the best way to put it, um, of not only my children and my wife, but, you know, business colleagues. Um, and, and with all that said, it's a process, not an event. I don't want everyone to think that I uh, have it all figured out because I certainly do not. But I am crystal clear on my priority summer, and then I invest my time accordingly, and that's really what I, I talk about a ton in the book. Um, to answer your question on why is it such a struggle for entrepreneurs and busy professionals, uh, I think there's a disconnect between, uh, we call it a congruency gap between what we're telling ourselves are our prior priorities and then how we invest our time. I mean, it, I could give you a laundry list of examples of very, very successful um, or what appear to be successful business owners, entrepreneurs, um, from a financial standpoint. But you know, if you if you look at some of the the back end of health and <laughs> fitness and family relationships and um, you know lack of deep meaningful friendships, then it's it's you know success is very very relative. I mean, what appears successful to one might be um, someone else's nightmare. So it, it's. It's really just getting clear on your priorities and um, and then investing your time accordingly. You know, I mean, our kids are the kids that the the age range that we that we serve in, in board meetings. A lot of them are going through you know huge transitions into high school, going through puberty. So there's you know there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, so there's there's various ages that that are coming in to board meetings, and it's. It's a one-on-one -on -one experience, right? So it's not me coming in with all four of my children. It's me coming in with my, you know, 12-year-old uh, son, or it's me coming in with my 14-year-old son, and it's just the two of us, right? Because it's that one-on-one -on -one time. That's right. Um, and and I think, and you know this, um, we we like to do this within our family. We're a blended family, and so I've had. A trip with my son. We've done our, you know, own version of, of board meetings where I've done a, a weekend trip with just me and my son, and we disconnect. Um, or I've done it with uh, taking my stepson to Utah, um, my daughter. And we do these like in, you know, these these times where we're just alone together. And and you guys have I learned this from you. Sometimes it's just a period of four hours where you're just disconnected and t from technology, not disconnected from each other, disconnected from technology, and you really. It's like the quality of that time is just incredible and you see it immediately in your children because there's this like, it's almost like this, it's like a high kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah. And absolutely. it just carries them through. And then when you know, like, we're going to be doing this again, it's just, I don't know, it just, it just kind of sets a, a really nice foundation for your relationship. I'd love to hear some of the what what you've seen as a result because i know you've had various ages and 
relationships that might have been rocky, like maybe it's mm-hmm. a mother and a teenage son that are coming in and she's, mm-hmm. they're both probably nervous as hell because they're like, oh crap, we're going to have to spend this much time together and uh, I don't know how much we like each other. <laughs> My son hates me and he's kind of an ass. But like, you know what I mean? I mean, I know those things have happened. What are the, what are the results you're seeing from participating in board meetings? Yeah, yeah. So uh, you made some really good points there because you are already familiar and you're already living that lifestyle. So uh, your your kids are so blessed to have you. But the, you know what? In doing this for the last few years, you're right. We've had every scenario. Um, maybe not under the sun, but I, I think we've had every scenario and different gender mixes. We've even had grandparents take come through with their granddaughter, which is a really interesting dynamic. Because yeah. then you have you know, second generational things going on there. Um, stepdads, divorced dads, divorced moms with their kids coming back. And we've had a lot of clients come back, um, with the same child multiple times. Um, we've had, um, because it's one-on-one and that is a very specific rule that we, uh, that we implore, um, you know, maybe they'll, the father, son will come and then send the spouse and and maybe the daughter or the spouse will come back with the, the son that's already gone through. But each time our clients come through, it's always a different dynamic. Even when we've had the same exact scenario, um, you know, Eric has come through with Hayden now. I think this is going to be his third uh, board meeting coming up with Hayden. Yeah. Um, and he's, and he's, I've had, obviously we're close and we've had some really heart to hearts about, you know, his relationship with his, his, not only Hayden, but his other sons. Yeah. Um, and it's always different. You know, the kid is changing, the kid's getting older, you're, you're dealing with different things in life. Um, and the dynamics always changing, but I, I can tell you with, with humble confidence that every time clients come through, irregardless of how they come to us, they leave much, much deeper and they're taking these tools home. And it's not, not only it, it's, it's specifically one-on-one when you're with us physically at our retreats, but then, you know, the families are taking these tools that are really, really simple and really, really effective and taking them home and, sharing them with family, again, sharing them with elderly parents that they want to go closer to. So it's, um, it's been, you know, it's just been so humbling and rewarding to be a part of, but we've, we really have had every scenario. I mean, um, I won't throw names out there, but I've heard you interview (laughs) and he's a mutual friend, a really successful, um, entrepreneur. I actually listened to your podcast with him. He came with his son. Um, they, they literally didn't speak a word to each other from LA to, uh, Jacksonville on the plane because there was a lot of tension around, you know, him, the son didn't want to miss school and he had some finals going on and dad's like, you're coming and we're going to do this. And it, it just was backfiring until they got to us and we throw you in the surf or we, we, um, we do some yoga in the morning. We do some really simple exercises, um, and let everyone's hair down. So it becomes very playful um, I think that's a big, I think that's a bis- big disconnect and void too, is, is like, we, we forgot to play with our kids just because they're 16 doesn't mean that they don't want to play with mom and dad anymore. It's like, no, let's, let's, uh, make this thing fun. I know that as a parent and I'm a young parent still trying to figure it out. So again, I don't have it all figured out, but I've, I've watched this for years with clients and practicing with my own kids. Um, you know, kids just want to play and that doesn't stop when they're five and six and it's time to go to, you know, first grade, it's like, you know, let's enjoy each other. I know there, there's got to be some, some discipline and some rules around the house and around the family in order for it to, to run effectively. But, um, 
I think that we forget to have fun. And I think, and I know that we bring a lot of our shit and baggage from our own childhood and our relationship with our parents, um, into the relationship with our children. And that is a, that's a, that's a big no, no. Right. (laughs) Um, you know, the, the, the saying is, um, you know, parent yourself first before you worry about parent parenting your child. Um, you know, Dr. Shafali, who I'm a huge fan of, she's actually going to be coming and teaching with us at our event coming up in June and, um, our next retreat at, at summit, uh, powder mountain. And, you know, she's got a great, great messaging around, um, conscious parenting and making sure that we're, you know, you know, we're okay with ourselves before we try to parent because we, you know, unfortunately, and it's never intentional, but, you know, we're bringing a lot of our baggage and a lot of our old crap from our, our childhood into our parenting techniques and it, it, it backfires. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. So I, I felt like it was so important to talk about these things because obviously our listeners are, many of them are our parents and some might be asking the question, well, why is this so important in terms of, of my career and being successful as you, as you <laughs> said earlier, doesn't just because, you know, this looks, this picture looks a certain way. doesn't actually mean that there's, there's, you know, real success happening there. Um, why, why are these relationships and why, why is this kind of back end stuff like you were talking about so important in terms of, of career and, and growing? Oh, I mean, I, I think that, you know, coming from, <laughs> you know, growing up in the, in the West, unfortunately, a lot of times we have, we approach things, especially from, from a medical standpoint, we, we wait for shit to break and then we go back and fix it. Um, we do not want to do that with our children. I mean, our kids, and again, every parent would agree, um, you know, our kids are our most precious assets, right? And we're spending, some of us in our businesses are spending millions and millions of dollars and countless hours on enhancing our businesses and educating ourselves and continuing ed and paying our staffs and marketing budgets and all of these things. And yet, um, you know, sometimes we, we question, you know, do I really have the the weekend to take just one-on-one with my child? And do I really want to drop, you know, the five grand and, um, you know, there's, you know, time is our most precious commodity. And if I only have this weekend, you know, shouldn't I be with the whole family? And, you know, I, I again, I can only speak from experience. And um, it, it's really, really clear that when you get clear on your priorities, how you're going to invest your time. And I, I really hammer this home in the book. Um, you know, what matters most is getting clear on those five relationships, which are faith, fitness, family, friends, and finance. And then we all have the same 16 waking hours and we're going to, once we're clear on our priorities, we're going to invest our time accordingly. But as, as busy entrepreneurs, Summer, you know, I mean, you're running multiple businesses and you're growing and you're getting married and you have four children and you're taking care of your body and, um, you know, you're getting pulled in different directions. So until you can take a step back and take a breather and, and ask yourself, you know, what really matters most, um, then you can really, you can move move forward through your days really, you know, uh, easily and clearly on how you're going to invest your time. So let's talk about what matters most. And first of all, a little side note here, just before we got on this interview, um, I believe I was the first person to hear (laughs) (laughs) that it reached number one in several categories, which is so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, really humbling. I've, uh, 
And it all comes down to the people that I've surrounded myself with. I don't take credit for any of it. <laughs> well, everybody's so, it, it's, you know, people are so eager to help share out the message because it's, it's so incredible. And, and the title is what matters most. Um, you just briefly mentioned the five F's. I'd love to hear what, what inspired you to make this book. And I'm guessing some of it had to do with your experience through, through board meetings and, and learning different things through seeing different relationships and of course your, your own life. But, um, how, you know, how did you come up with these, these five F's and, how have they helped you focus and create flow in your own life? Yeah, well, you just hit the nail on the head because actually the the sixth and seventh F are fun and flow, which are bonus chapters. Uh, but I really, really hyper-focus on the five Fs, and I always give credit where credit is due, Summer. The five Fs was introduced to me 20-plus years ago from a business mentor um, who's become a close friend. His name's Keith Cunningham. I don't know if you know him. Yeah, he has an incredible movement called Keys to the Vault, and he's he's Tony Robbins' uh, business mastery guy. So he's on on stage with him all the time. And we hired him again way back when we didn't know what the hell we were doing. I mean, we were like you know twenty twenty four, twenty five years old and just getting started. But we knew we knew enough to know that we didn't know shit. Yeah, <laughs> and, we, and we and we and we better start investing some money and hiring some people that are have been around the block. So he, Keith is a mentor. Um, he threw that, he, he talked about it. I remember the day and we were in a mastermind environment in, in Austin, Texas, and he held up his hand and said, you know, there's these things, the five F's. And I know he heard it from somebody else. You know, obviously we're all just, you know, putting our own tweak on, uh, whatever wisdom has been imparted on us from somebody else, but he threw it up there and it sort of went in one ear and out the other. Um, and then as I started to build business and, and, you know, go through life and settle down with my wife and start a family. You go through all these ups and downs, bumps and bruises. And in the book, I talk about how 2008 hit, um, you know, we went from being, you know, multimillionaires before we hit 30 through our real estate investments. And then within 18 months, the global financial crisis of 2008 hit and the world completely unraveled and we're trying to figure out how to pay the light bill. Right. So, and I was actually, a newlywed in the middle of that. So my wife, I learned a ton about her and very quickly because when she met me again, young, you know, had done really well. Um, and then very quickly almost lost it all. And she just stuck with me, you know, thick and thin, put food on the table at one point where it got really, you know, really thin there with, uh, just trying to keep the business afloat. Um, but that's where the five F's came from is, um, from Keith. And then I, as I, went through that really rocky time, I was like, you know what, I need, I need to figure out some, some structure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and really spend a lot of, uh, time with myself. I do have a, a meditation practice and yoga that I've been doing for 20 years. Um, and I know you, you and I have talked about that. It's, it's yeah. really been, um, really been steadfast in my life. My faith has always been a, a huge part of getting me through, um, all the bumps and bruises in life. And so, um, the front half of the book, I get really vulnerable and talk about a lot of the shit that I got myself into as a, as a kid in New Jersey and then, <laughs> um, hitting really, really low point, some rock bottom, um, things that I got myself into. And then, uh, coming out of that, I got real depressed coming out of it. And then, you know, bumps and bruises and business and all these roller coasters. And I was like, finally threw my hands up and said, I need to reorganize here and get some structure. So that's where I started implementing the five F's. And this was 
back in 2008. So, you know, almost 10 years ago. And I, I really look at, um, truly and honestly, each day I look at and am crystal clear on my priorities around how I look at those five relationships. And then I invest my time accordingly. Because at the end of the day, Summer, you and I, and I say this all the time, you and I and the homeless guy down the road and the president of the United States and the president of Israel, we all got the same 16 waking hours in the day. So how we choose to invest that time, it's like it's an even playing field, right? So yeah. if we know that and we accept that, which it's it's matter of fact, you can't argue there's 24 hours in a day, um, how are we going to invest our, our waking hours? And so for me, the book is has been really, right. you asked the question, you know, how was writing the book? Really, really healing and cathartic. I, I revisited some some old crap from the past that I thought that I had forgiven myself from, um, which I obviously hadn't. <laughs> so it was really healing and cathartic to go back through that. Um, have opened some lines of communication with my wife, with my parents, with my children and, and friends, and um, just just put all the chips on the table and say, you know what, this is this is the mistakes I made. This is who I am today, and this is what's important to me. And um, you know, this is how I want to move forward. Why was, so you learned these, you learned these five F's you said 20 years ago. I did. Yeah. Why was now the time for you to write a book and, and put all of this together for, for other people? Yeah, it's a, it's a, go, a great question. And I, I learned so much and you know, the, it took me a good, better part of a year to, to write the book. Um, and then writing the book's one thing and getting it out there is a whole nother conversation. <laughs> but but um, to answer your question, I I, uh, I have a three and a five year old son, um, and you know every parent in the world could agree that when you have children and you you look at their eyes for the first time, uh, things shift and priorities change. And um, you know I think it was an opportunity for me to be able to sit down and. and um, you know, be very creative, which I love being creative. Obviously, I think every entrepreneur does and, and sharing my message and hopefully helping a lot of people, but also, um, you know, going through that healing that I was talking about that I, I thought I had gotten through, but I didn't. Um, and you know, leaving, a le- leaving something, uh, for my children, um, that, you know, I can be proud of and, you know, say I wasn't holding back and this is who I was. These are the mistakes I I made. And, um, I'm I'm just trying every day to be the best I can. Again, I, I do not have it all figured out by any stretch, but I, I, I can say, you know, humble, humbly, but confidently that I'm, I'm real clear in my priorities and, um, and how I invest my time. So the, you know, writing the book now, a lot of it comes down to, you know, having some space too. to be honest with you, Summer. I mean, again, if you're scrambling, trying to pay, pay the bills and, and, figure all that out. Um, not that we don't have cash crunches in our business, but you know, on the personal side, um, you know, gotten rid of all debt and I have some breathing room now in my, in my life and I'm real clear on my priorities. And so I just saw the opportunity to sit down and I I brought in a, a, uh, what started out as a ghostwriter and became a co-author and now he's a, a close friend. And, um, I just had a ton of fun doing it, to be honest with you. It was real creative and real healing and cathartic and, Sometimes it was frustrating, and <laughs> but uh, so so happy I did it, and so excited to to share the message with the world. How long did it take you to write the book? 
Um, you know, we interviewed cause my, my partner was up in Canada. Uh, so we did virtual interviews for a while. I, I did, I actually, the book started with a, a, I do a lot of speaking, um, which is how you and I met. And, uh, it started with a 45 minute talk around the five F's and I thought, you know what, I want to go deeper with this. So I shared it with some people and I, sh- I shared it with him, my buddy Xander, who's the, the co-author. And he said, yeah, man, let's, let's, uh, delve into this a little deeper. And so it started out as an interview process. And then, um, he's such a phenomenal writer and yeah, he is. Yeah. And, uh, it just, it, it grew organically from there. I mean, it took, like I said, a better part of a year cause I'm, you know, I'm running multiple businesses. I got a couple of young kids and, um, but I, I knew it, I wanted it to be a priority and I, I wanted to get it out there. Um, I'll be honest, it took a little longer to get through the process than I anticipated, but I'm, I'm happy that I, took a step back when I needed to and, and um, brought some people on my team that have been a really big help and shifted some of the branding and the title a few times and some of the stories to, to really get it where I'm, uh, I'm real happy to, to be able to share the message with the world. It's been, uh, it's been really, really fun. How else do you think a book is going to help you in your career? You know, I think that uh, just to be transparent, there's a social proof thing that goes on when you can when you can you know hand somebody a book and say you know here's here's my messaging and here's how I can help you or your community. Um, I think there's a social proof thing to it. Um, I think for me, it's 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 a it's also a thing of uh, you know getting viral quickly. I'm a huge fan of leverage. I mean, for me to be able to have these deep, intimate conversations that I share in the book with as many people as I had in, in a two week book launch. Cause I literally just launched uh, last, it's not even two weeks. It's uh, a week today. Yeah. And, and, you know, reaching thousands of people in different continents all over the world. I mean, it, when you talk about leverage, I mean, just like this conversation you and I are having, I mean, you know, podcast is a phenomenal uh, tool for leverage of, of communication and um, being able to share your message. So I think to answer your question, it's, you know, there's definitely a social proof acts, uh, aspect to it. Um, and then I'm a huge fan of, of leverage and asking for help and, you know, very appreciative of you having me on and being able to talk about it and, and share the message with, with your community, which a lot of people I would never have access to, you know? Right. So what, who, first of all, who is this book ideal for? And then on top of that, what is it that they will get out of it? What kind of process are they going to go through? Yeah, so I think the the the, the avatar is is definitely. Um, let me start by saying I think it can help um, anybody that wants to take some of the perceived chaos out of their life and get real real crystal clear on, on their priorities so that they can, I love can, that, the uh, perceived chaos. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, our reality is between our ears, right? Yep. So we we're either living in hell, heaven or hell and, on a daily basis. And I think a lot of that in, is driven by our, our thoughts and our, you know, I talk about it in the book, thoughts lead to emotions and then lead to action. So if we can take a step back and uh, not to beat a dead horse, a lot of it does come back to quieting ourselves down and giving ourselves the space on a daily basis. I call it meditation. You can call it whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, it really, really is a game changer for giving ourselves the space to get clear on what is actually important. But if we wake up in the morning summer and our feet hit the floor and we're scrambling to make breakfast breakfast for the kids or make love to our lover or um, well, let me take that one out because that's actually a pretty beautiful way to start the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
but but if we, I mean, jokes aside, if we if our feet hit the floor in the morning and we we are in reaction mode all day versus responding, I think that's the beauty of, of meditation. It allows us to respond versus react. Um, it, it makes life and all of these five F's that I talk about these relationships so much more enjoyable because we're not fixing things that are broken and we're not in reaction mode all day. We are responding and we are investing our time according to what our, what's truly important to us. And what, how are people determining? Are they, are they, once they've read the book, are they realizing what it is that is most important to them? Are they going through kind of a, a process to, to have that aha moment? Yeah. So I created a really, really simple tool. I love like simple, short and sweet, but very effective. So I have a really simple tool in there. Um, and it's on my website. You can, you can download the tool as well. Um, that it's a 10 minute exercise and it's black and white pen to paper, getting quiet and asking yourself, how do you prioritize these five things? And then how are you investing your time? And I think that, you know, I, I can say it confidently again, cause I've, I've spoken on different stages and shared the tool with, you know, hundreds of very successful people that undoubtedly when I asked the question, was there a congruency gap or a disconnect between what you're telling yourself or your priorities and how you're actually investing your time. And I'm speaking from experience. I mean, I created the tool, took myself through it when I was like, holy shit, I, you know, I'm, I'm saying one thing and I'm living completely another way. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to, I had to call it tight with myself before I could, you know, even come up with this tool and, and then start to share it and get some really good feedback from people. But I think everyone at some point in their lives, it's not to, to put people under a, a negative spotlight, but it's just to, to raise some awareness around, okay, everyone's dealing with these, these timeless, borderless relationships called the five Fs. They may have different names for them, but everyone's touching them. And everyone has these same 16 waking hours. So let's get clear on what matters first before we worry about what's next, right? I mean, that's the takeaway. Let's, let's help the reader and the user get crystal clear on what matters most. And then we'll worry about what happens next. Cause as entrepreneurs, that's what we're, we're always thinking ahead, right? I mean, you have to, in order to, to be a visionary and to be able to create and, and, um, and, and build and grow. But, you know, I think it's so important to take that step back and get quiet and, and really hyper-focus on, uh, on what matters most. And I think a, a, a real simple tool that someone can, that's already challenged for time, um, Cause you asked the question, you know, who's the ideal reader? Yeah. I mean, any, anyone that could ask themselves the question, do they feel like they are overwhelmed or could use more free time in their lives? <laughs> I, and I think that the majority of hands are going to go up, including myself. Again, I don't have it all figured out, but I have some simple tools in place and some, um, rules in my life that help me organize my time so that I'm not, I'm saying no a lot more than I'm saying yes. Um, and then, that allows me to have a lot more peace and ease in, in these, in these areas of my life. Right. Can you tell us those five F's again? Sure. So they're, uh, faith, fitness, family, friends, and finance. And you only have to repeat them a couple times and they will stick. My, my three-year-old runs around my house, buck naked, screaming, holding my book, screaming the five F's. <laughs> so you, yeah, I mean, they're, they're easy to remember and everyone's touching these relationships. And once you start waking up every day and thinking about them, and if you hopefully you use the tool in the book and you, you get some of the other tools that I share in the book, um, I go into, into detail. The front half of the book is my, 
my story and some of the trouble I got myself into and, and um, how I started to work myself out of it. And then the second half of the book is going deep and a deep dive into each one of the five F's. And each chapter offers a couple of um, tools that the reader can use immediate, like effective immediately um, to start implementing into their lives and, and, you know, put their own tweak on it. Obviously everyone's coming from a different place, but, um, the tools are simple and effective and can be used immediately. Where is in terms of, of career and board meetings and, and the book, where is, um, outside of family, where's most of your time being, being spent now? Yeah. So the way that I, it's a great question. The way that I presented them to you just now is, is how I prioritize them. So my faith is hands down, um, the most important thing to me. I, I cannot, um, be a come home. If I'm, if I'm out of tune spiritually and I'm, and I'm raging inside and pissed off and stressed out and, um, haven't had my, my downtime or my alone time every day, um, then I'm not, when I, when I see my wife, I'm not going to be the husband I want to be, I'm not going to be the father, friend, my business is going to suffer. So the way that I present them is how I prioritize them. So I do, um, and it's taken me a while to get here summer. Again, I don't have it all figured out, but I've created some space and freedom of time through the real estate investments over the last 20 years where I can spend a lot of time, um, on self-love and nurturing myself so that I can be the best, you know, I can be in the best shape and have the time to go surf every day and take these trips and do, you know, cleanses and do yoga and all these things on a daily basis. Um, so that I, again, can be the best family man and then be the best friend I can. And then, um, I'll take that all into my business. So, you know, it might sound crazy to you. I don't know, maybe it does or doesn't, cause I know your lifestyle. So it's not as probably as radical to you, but to put finance, um, um, as the fifth priority in the five F's might sound crazy to people, but, um, I'm, I'm pretty clear on that. It doesn't mean that money and my businesses are not important to me. They're absolutely critical. Um, but the way that I present them, faith, fitness, family, friends, finance is how I prioritize them. And that's where, how I'm investing my time on a, on a daily basis. Well, and I think those things, and obviously it doesn't sound radical to me because I think, and, and you've learned this in the past, I've learned this in the past, that when it is for us, if, if finance is at the beginning, there's, it's not really, that's not really a foundation for the other things. Whereas fam, faith, family, friends, fitness, all of that, your health and your well-being is an actual foundation that you can build upon. And then the finance becomes a lot just becomes a lot easier and manageable. Whereas it's, it's very, it's that whole perceived chaos that you're talking about. If you put it at, at the forefront. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, you and I've had conversations. I mean, there, there's so, you know, unfortunately so many families that are broken up because of that. Um, and there, there's endless, endless, um, examples of that, but how I prioritize them. And I, and I do want to be really crystal clear. And I talk about this when I give talks about the book or I talk about it in the book, I, the way I prioritize them, I am not here to prescribe anything to anyone. <laughs> yeah. The way I'm just presenting to you and answering your question, how I prioritize them is how I present them in the book. Um, but I, I realize and, and fully accept and my whole idea with this book is to try and help people as much as possible that everyone's at a different place. And look, if you put family as number five, that does not mean that your family is not extremely important to you and that you don't love them and you wouldn't die for all your family members and, and, and so on and so forth. It's, it's just helping you get clear on what matters most to you. This is, the book is not about me. It's about the reader. 
and just uh, trying to give them some simple tools to to get clear on their priorities and then they can take it from there and, and tweak the tools and create their own tools. But I know that the tools work. Um, I, a lot of them come from very successful people, which I give credit to, but I always put my own tweak on it. Um, and you know, the reader can do the same thing. I, I'm not here to prescribe, but I, I, I know as a matter of fact that everybody's touching each one of those five F's on a daily basis. Right. And I would imagine that they shift to, you know, what, what might be a priority the order today might be different a year from now. And that's, and that's the beauty. I mean, it's called life, yeah, <laughs> right? Exactly. exactly. It, it, there's, there's no right or wrong and I'm not here to prescribe, but I, I know from interviewing hundreds of people and sharing these tools and, um, you know, just getting the book out there recently that, uh, that, that it works and, and, and the, the message, uh, people can relate to it. It's simple, but it's effective. You know, I, I, I the older I get, summer and, 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 you know, as my, my kids are growing and my businesses are growing, the, the more simplicity I want in my life. And that's what I think that, uh, the reader can take away from it. Where can our listeners find your book? Yeah. So, um, just launched, uh, the website to support the book and, and hopefully be able to support and build the community. So it's just my name, brianscrone.com. Awesome. And we'll have that in our, in our show notes, of course. So they can find your book. What about, you were mentioning, um, a tool earlier. Is that same website? It is. Okay. Yeah. There's a, there's a tools tab on, on the website. Um, it's a real simple, it's called the five F's priorities, time management tool that you can download. Um, and you know, I'd love to, if anyone has questions or wants to, um, you know, share their, share their findings, then I'd love to, you know, you can just private message me. I'm, I'm pretty active on social media. Um, I have a, a Facebook, uh, public page to support all of this and, um, you know, love to get into a conversation with people. Again, this book is not about me. It's about, you know, building a community and serving, uh, serving the, the greater good, the great, the greater people out there for the greater good. I love it. I'm so excited that you're doing this. And I, it sounds like you're really enjoying the journey too. It's full uh, of lots of surprises. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And again, it really comes down to all the, the beautiful people on my team and people like you that help me get the, the message out there. Cause you know what, writing a book is one thing, but if you don't get it out there, then it's uh, sitting on a dusty shelf somewhere. Well, and you guys did an incredible job and if it's okay, I just want to touch on that quickly before we sign off. Um, getting it it almost reminded me of kind of the process you would go through through for any kind of launch or crowdfunding and it's really connecting with those people that you have relationships with and giving them as much material as you can to to help them share so that i appreciated that by the way i love that it was like well i want to share this but where's the you know i want the link i want the book cover and this and you guys provided all of that so that was awesome and just from a, a marketing standpoint i think the the more that you can offer to your network of people and those relationships that you have, the, the more excited they are to, to share because it becomes very easy for them. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. I mean, everyone's busy, right? And so yeah. we do, you know, I, I don't think you can, you, you really can't over communicate. Um, people will let you know if they get it or, but I, I'm, I'm a big fan of, uh, you know, trying to over communicate because there's just so many, sometimes people or there's disconnects and people are busy or reading it one way. And so I, I appreciate that feedback because it's been really, obviously it's, it's worked and it's, it's helped me get, uh, get it out there and hopefully help a bunch of people. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm so excited. Um, I'm excited to hear about the, the reviews and, and all that comes with it. And I'm 
thank you for for writing in a book like this and sharing it with us. Well, I'm honored, honored to have, uh, honored to be on. Thank you so much, Summer. Thanks, Brian. Thank you for listening to today's Get Genius. You can learn more about The Draw Shop at www.thedrawshop.com, on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Your home for kick-butt custom whiteboard marketing videos. Your ideas come to life. Thanks for listening. Please share, comment, and make any suggestions for future genius guests.